Tony, are you there? I am. Great, excellent. So this is Susie Pomerantz, founder of the Leading Coaches Clubhouse and the Leading Coaches Center, and I am delighted to have with us today Tony Reese for her Secrets of the Champions interview. And I just want to tell you a little bit about Tony before we dig into Tony's brain and business. Um, Tony is the president of the People Academy Inc and a fo- the founder of the Get Inspired Project. And Tony, we're going to ask you to talk about. Um, both of those throughout the call today. Um, And she's the co-founder of the Coaches Concierge, and she's been a business and personal development coach for 26 years. She has co-authored a couple of books, Let the Leaders Steer While the People Drive and Wake Up People. And um, I definitely want to hear about those, Tony. And just on a personal note, um, Tony and I probably first met just over a year ago but hadn't met in person until just recently. And it was really exciting to meet in person when, um, you know, I, I think when your online worlds kind of collide with your real-life worlds, it's kind of a, it's kind of hit or miss. But in this case, it was truly exciting, Tony, to meet you in person. And I can, I'm excited to share Tony with all of you in the Leading Coaches Center because um, Tony is – Tony's a rare find. She's a real gem. She's got that sparkle in her eyes that lets you know she's up to really big things in the world. Her passion is contagious. And, um, and well, you'll see as we get into the conversation. So welcome, Tony. Thank you for being with us today. Well, thank you so very much. What a wonderful introduction. And it was also amazing to meet you in person as well. So thank you for that. And thank you for having me. Yeah, you bet. So let's just, I'd love to hear about your different businesses. Um, I know the people model we've talked about in the past, mm-hmm. and I would love to for you to share that with the other leading coaches. Um, so wherever you want to start makes sense, the people model, the people academy, the Get Inspired Project, any of the many wonderful things you're up to, what of all of those things, what is um, what floats your boat the most right now? Oh, my gosh, they all do. I mean, don't you find yourself holding so many balls up in the air, and then you're like, oh, you know, they're all pretty cool, and, and I'm honored to be a part of all of them. And I can start with the People Academy, Inc., and the People Academy actually started, I guess, about seven years, seven or eight years ago now, and I, uh, I had a company for 13 years prior to that, which was called Basics Training. And even before that, when the dinosaurs roamed the earth, I was, I grew up in the battery business. So my function in corporate America was to work for the customer side of quality. I was the person who would go and gather all the complaints from the customers about all these batteries, big batteries, small batteries, and all types of industry, and bring them back and try to make it right for the customer. And so when you work in the quality side of business, it's very process-oriented, but I'm very people-focused. And that hybrid of being people-focused and working heavily processed uh, sometimes works and sometimes doesn't. You, you know, you tend to step on people's toes. So I jumped out of corporate America and then started uh, basics training and basically you know, did the same type of work where you just kind of follow the process and use people to improve things and, and engage them and become their champions and give them a voice. And then I had done some um, franchise work, some international franchise work as basics that led me to meet uh, some people in the UK uh, who about 
maybe six years later reappeared in my life and said, hey, I think we're gonna, we want to start a business with you. And I'm like, well, what are we going to do? So they came over here, and it was um, Neil Annis and Linda Harland, and they both resided in the U.K. at that time. And we locked ourselves in a uh, hotel room for three days, uh, talked about our business golden rules and what our values were. They were highly uh, renowned practitioners uh, for sales coaching and performance management coaching in the U.K., and we formed the People Academy, and uh, that was the People Academy UK. So what we did was we decided that we would take our collective almost 70 years of experience in direct delivery as practitioners, and we would put together the grassroots nuts and bolts, tools and resources that coaches need and use, whether you sit inside of a business or you're a practitioner outside of the business, to enhance their coaching skills. So whether it's for performance management, training and development, leadership, these tools you could add to your toolbox to enhance that relationship you have with your client. And that was when the People Academy was born. And now my colleagues have retired and uh, now we've swept it into the People Academy, Inc. And we're still going strong and working with practitioners all over the world. And to talk about, Susie, what you mentioned, the people model, that was our linchpin. It was uh, the people model is a framework that I've used to coach with for over 20 years. And practitioners are now using this framework all over the world, and it's based on the word people. Do you want me to go into that for a bit? Sure. If you would give an overview, that's great, because then then, um, you can let people know how to access more information or where to find it on the web to learn more about it. Okay, fantastic. Well, briefly, what the People Framework does is it takes anybody's coaching skills and the work that you're doing, whether you're mentoring or or coaching or you're an internal champion inside of an organization, and it brings your coaching skills to life visually by using this framework. And it's based on the acronym of the word people, the first P being about performance. So any issue, any issue at all, life or, or business that you're dealing with, you can identify what does great look like around that issue. So what does great communication look like? What does great coaching look like? What does a great team look like, leadership look like? And that's all what the first P is about, performance, and starting with the positive. The E is efficacy, which is that power to produce the desired effect. When we talked about what does great look like in performance, well, now we're going to drill down into what's getting in the way of that. What habits and attitudes, beliefs, expectations, skills, and knowledge I can tell you that the E element that the practitioners are using provides a lot of work and repeat business for the coach. Ownership is the O, very cool element of the framework because it takes that big bucket of personal control and, and, the, and the way that we all own, tend to own everything we do, and it allows the coach to break apart ownership in an easy, bite-sized manner for the client, talking about accountability, responsibilities, and responsiveness. When you look at those three things, you can define your ownership. The second piece, possibilities. What is possible when you get to that great? And if you don't work on what's getting in your way, how are you going to get to what's possible? So I particularly like that element a lot. L in the word people is linkage. How are we going to align every single thing we're working on to our values, what we need, what we want, what our motivation is, what our goals are, and making sure that that's front and center. And the E is evidence. How are we going to know when we get there? So this framework is has been designed into a work 
a workshop. It's, we have a workbook online called the Wake Up People Workbook uh, that you can do some self-study with. And it's also the basis for the book that we've written, which is Let the Leader Steer and the People Drive. So that people model framework is very successful, and the tools and resources that we've developed uh, fit underneath whatever you flush out with that framework. And, and that's really the essence of what the People Academy, Inc. is. So cool. Okay, so that's I love that people model, and I remember um, you know when we first talked about that more than a year ago, I just really loved it, very powerful model. And where can people find out more about that online? Go to thepeopleacademyinc.com. Great. Awesome. And so, so, what's, so tell your story. So from, from there, how did, you, how, how did the Get Inspired project come about? Or I guess the Coaches Concierge came first. Which one, which one came first? It, you know, it seems I believe they ran simultaneous. Uh, I was doing a lot about two years ago. The state of Pennsylvania, which is where I reside, uh, was looking for tools and resources to help workforce development initiatives across the state be able to work with companies that needed to really substantiate their need for training dollars. And so uh, there's an, uh, our state uses a, a WedNet, which is Workforce Economic Development Network, uh, and, and they provide training dollars to small businesses. And so they were using the People Framework as a workshop and um, other tools that we use. Some, there's some assessment tools and a business action planning workshop. And the state was using this as a pilot across uh, different workforce development entities in order to work with these businesses. So I hadn't been doing direct delivery for a while because I was running this pilot with the state. Came off of the pilot, and I wanted, I, I just have had over the, gosh, the last 20 years, Susie, I've had the opportunity to meet through the work that I do amazing people, just like yourself. And I, and I don't say that lightly. I mean that. And people that are doing phenomenal things from smallest of gestures to the grandest of gestures. And you know when you work inside of an organization with people that are not at an executive level, but the ones who are on the floor doing the work, they also have a story to tell. And I've heard some amazing stories. So I wanted to showcase their stories. And it doesn't matter who you are or what you do. Everybody's inspiring people at some level. And I wanted to create a platform to have people be able to tell their stories, who they inspire, but also what inspires them. And that is how the Get Inspired Project was born. It was last October 2009, kicked it off, and I committed with no plan, totally off the roadmap, did not follow my own advice, and went, went mm -hmm. took the left turn and, and put in place, committed to an interview a day for 365 days, talking to people all over the world about what inspires them and who they inspire. 15-minute interviews, and it was built strictly on referrals. I had jazz musicians to great leaders, to, and you were on the project, which was phenomenal, and the people that you referred to the project, and it grew organically. I had no idea what this project was going to look like at the end. And it is a collection of people's heartfelt stories, their vulnerability, their dignity, humanity, and more importantly for me, grace. 
This project was filled with so much grace. It was unbelievable. And that was the Get Inspired Project. Now, at the same time, I met a woman, Vicki Winterton, through her organization, The Coach Exchange. And then another woman, Donna Amos, and we kind of connected. And, and Donna handles uh, marketing, and uh, she's very powerful and has software that she's developed to help coaches with their marketing strategies. And Vicki is the queen of networking and just put this very cool uh, coach exchange together, and um, it has years and years' experience with promotion. And we thought, you know, with the engagement tools that the People Academy Inc. uses to the marketing capability that Donna has and, and the success that she's had and Vicki's promotional capabilities, we wanted to put that together in a one-stop resource for coaches. And that's the Coaches Concierge. And we also decided that because coaches are inundated with the latest and greatest products, that we would add champion resources to the Coaches Concierge where we test their products and then we give that stamp of approval of ease and, and usability and we include the champions in there. So the Coaches Concierge was running simultaneous with the Get Inspired Project and also the People Academy Inc. And everything was happening at the same time. And you're still sane. How do you do that? I don't know that I started out that way. <laughs> so it really, <laughs> I think that that became easy, you know. So really. Well, what do you find that? What do you find keeps you motivated, or what inspires you? I mean, you have so many things going on. Where's your? What's your source of inspiration or motivation? Engagement, total, one hundred percent without a, da- a doubt. Engagement, the engagement of the human spirit, the engagement of storytelling, the engagement and learning that can happen when you are in front of someone that is just has a story that moves you to the core, uh, engagement and providing a platform to someone who never had a voice before and now they do and they're telling their story and, and you hold them in a safe place and you allow them to soar. Uh, that inspires me. People have done that for me in the course of my career and personally, and I love to do that for others, and that is what moves me. It's not about me. Engagement is about the facilitation that occurs between you and and whoever you're working with or for and, and talking to, and that moment in time becomes the most important thing to me in that space and time. So when you say engagement, it sounds like you're talking about being fully present in a, in a level, not just paying attention, but fully present with every cell of your being. Is that, did I get that right? Pretty much, absolutely. And you can be, it's a tricky thing being fully present because you have to be fully present and more so if you are going to really understand and hear what someone is saying to you. But there are people who are very selfish and present at the same time because they're present, but they're present with a motivation that is self-serving. And that's not, to me, what engagement is all about. Effective, quality-driven engagement means you come to the table with no motivation other than to be in that space and time to listen and to help by sources and tools and guidance and listening 
with that person that you're engaging. It is not self-fulfillment at that moment. And so if you had to sort of bring it down to one word, engagement is in service of what? Others. In service of others. Cool. That's really clear. I think that's probably the most clear definition of engagement I've ever heard. That's very cool. Thank you. Thank you. So so what would you recommend as tools, favorite tools or favorite models or strategies that you've uncovered along the way that you think would be useful for other coaches, particularly other senior seasoned practitioners to know about in terms of growing their business? Is it working with partners? Because you seem to have done quite a bit of that successfully. Is it uh, building stuff around models? What, what have you found is the secret of your success? I think it's really being open to collaboration, authentic collaboration, um, I think it's working with integrity. The framework has just been a phenomenal tool, not only for my own coaching practice, but for other practitioners uh, to be able to slice and dice it and, and, and use the flexibility and the strength in the best ways that you can. I think that it is incredibly important. I think you hit it, Susie, right out of the gate. It is collaboration. Um, it is finding those strategic partners and alliances that uh, everybody has to make a living. They need to make a living f- to sustain their own uh, way of life. However, I think that it all comes together with a common purpose of not being so altruistic, but to know that there really is a way we can help each other, help each other and others. I think that's incredibly important. I've had to make some very difficult business decisions uh, over the the course of my journey and where I remember sitting in a room and just absolutely going, this is going to be the end of my career. Um, But they were absolutely the right decisions to make because they were filled with integrity and and, and authenticity. And I think that to let go of people that you do not find – are being a, a true partner. Um, I think that when you're, I also for coaches would would warn, and we all know this, that we teach what we need to learn, and to really be aware of that. And if we find ourselves doing too much teaching of what we need to learn and not learning as we're teaching, we're really kind of doing a bit of a disservice, aren't we? Well, and you raise an interesting point because I know that I have explored numerous potential partnerships and joint ventures and alliances, strategic alliances with colleagues that I have deep respect and profound um, admiration for as, you know, in terms of their heads around business, et cetera, and their, who they are as an authentic human being. And then it, there are so many times when you explore these alliances and for whatever reason it just doesn't pan out. Either e- Either you're both – committed and your values are aligned and you're um, relevant to each other and then there's just no go-to-market opportunity or um, or you build something, you spend a lot of time building something together and, and the team is great at building but nobody's good at selling. You know, like there's always mm-hmm. some piece of the puzzle that I find makes all of these various attempts at collaboration fall apart. And so and I know I'm not alone in this. I know a lot of coaches have expressed frustration at joining networks or building groups or trying to trying to figure out how to 
combat the isolation or, or even expand your offering to market or build something bigger or more than you can do on your own. So since you've done that successfully with all these different ventures, what would you, what would you share with us as the, the golden gems of how to make it work? I don't know that I that that I have the total answers here because I think it's going to be specific to whoever you're trying to partner with. But for me, what has worked for me is to really understand what the other golden rules are. What are your business golden rules? And and then I also whether it's purposefully or I do it on paper, okay, uh, or in my head, I will take that partnership through the people framework what does great look like for this partnership what could get in our way based on experience and history who's going to own what because sometimes that's what happens you know there's a false expectation and how how do you manage false expectations so you want to define that ownership right up front against what you all said great should look like and also take a look at what's going to get in your way habits and attitudes we don't talk about those things right away up front do we you know you don't want to say to somebody well you know i really don't like getting up early in the morning when your other partner likes getting up really early in the morning and that's when they do their best work and that's when they want to meet so if you can get those nuances on the table up front and talk and define what that great performance of partnership looks like what's getting in your way where the ownership lies and then what's going to be possible for you, how you're going to link it to not only your goals but theirs, and then what evidence do you need. You have right up front laid the groundwork and used that yellow brick road of a framework to kind of flush out nuances and dive deeper than you might have in the past. That's brilliant. Uh, that is brilliant. And I would imagine, it's just, and this thought is just occurring to me as we're talking, so maybe this could be a fun collaboration for us to explore, um, but I'm thinking that, there's probably, when you boil it down, a finite number of those nuances to be explored. Mm -hmm. And wouldn't it be cool if we could quantify those? Wouldn't it be cool if we could identify there are these seven things or these nine things that um, if you're about to create a partnership or a collaboration with another coach, if you discuss these nine things or ask each other these nine questions or whatever the magic number is, mm -hmm. whatever that finite set of nuances is, then you could determine in one conversation whether or not the collaboration will fulfill its objectives or not. And Absolutely. Cool to know, I think it would be cool to know that up front as opposed to after a year of meeting and spending time working on stuff together. Absolutely. I, I mean, what a great way to spend your time. And, and that's that that is so much more valuable and it's less stressful because you know you may really like this person but you can't work with this person and sometimes when a partnership goes bad and we've all experienced that i've experienced that you know when i was first starting out i had a partner that i brought into an $80,000 contract i thought he was the end all be all and he was going to do all my sales but as soon as that $80,000 you know $80,000 contract was up that he was working and he had to go out and find new business he realized he couldn't sell oh so yeah and and I didn't and and so just because he had the title of salesperson and what looked great on paper, when push came to shove, he couldn't sell. So there I was at the end of an, of this contract, first big huge contract twenty years ago, going, wow, this is awesome. Without another contract. Wow, scary. Yeah, we've all been there. 
So these are things, I mean, I've, you know, I've knocked my head against the wall many times. And it's, you know, that's another thing that, that someone has said, a mentor of mine has said to me for years. He kept saying to me when I first started out, he said, Tony, are you a product or a service? And until you can, and over the years, you know, 10 years would go by, another five years, and I would go see, his name is Martin Brill, and I would go see Martin, and he would listen to all these great things that are going on, and he would go, Tony, are you a product or a service? And then finally he said to me, after knowing me many, many years, he said, are you a product or a service? And until you answer that question, please get up and hit your head against the wall. Oh, I have many coaching clients. I often feel like saying that, too. (laughs) (laughs) So see what I mean? We've all been there. And it's really, isn't that the coolest part of what you're doing with what you're building, which is taking our experience and building it on other people's experience so that you can have those life-changing experiences. Mm -hmm. And so that we can together help grow and expand the energy of our work that we love to do, you know, so that there's more results in the world coming from coaching, good coaching, excellent coaching. Absolutely. Very, very cool. Well, so let's, um, we talked about the website for the peopleacademyinc.com, but I want to make sure that you get a chance to share the other websites of, um, the, it's getinspiredproject.com, right? Right. Right, and it's down now for the month of October, and we're relaunching, we believe, November 1, uh, with a whole new approach to what we've done. I had someone say to me at the end of the project, you have, you no longer have a project, Tony, you have a movement. Ooh, congratulations, that's powerful. <laughs> but it's very exciting. So we, we have, we're opening up platforms. I've created a show on boomergenerationradio.com uh, to integrate into this movement of giving people a voice. And uh, so we've got getinspiredproject.com, thecoachesconcierge.com, which is all about the art of client delight. It's about attraction, influence, and engagement all in one place, and thepeopleacademyinc.com. Excellent. Thank you. And so... Just to wrap up, is there any kind of uh, action steps that you would recommend or a final thought that you would want to share with leading coaches? I think that my final thought would, would just always go back to engagement, that we engage, if you think about how many times we engage in the course of a day, whether it's in work or our personal life, I would... I would always look at what the quality of that engagement was. There's a human transaction that occurs. And and in that engagement, what do you want those qualities to look like? What do you want that other person to walk away with? Whether it's with our kids, our spouses, our, our friends, our colleagues, or our clients. That human transaction, that engagement is so powerful. And we get one shot at it, don't we? And we don't often think about it with that level of um, import, do we? Mm-mm. Yeah, those are our really moments powerful. of truth. Yeah, and imagine how much better family relationships and marriages and business partnerships and organizations in the world would be if everyone came to each engagement fully present and making the most out of every engagement. 
Sure, and we all we're all going to fall down. Yeah. But we take turns lifting each other back up, and I we're all going to make mistakes. And don't you find that so many times um, many people are more engaged in themselves than in whoever they're with? That's what I was talking about earlier, and yeah. I I find that I find that sad for that person because how can you learn from somebody else if you're just stuck in what's in it for you? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Oh my goodness. Well, I I could talk to you forever, and I know that we have a whole lifetime of conversations to have. But for the purposes of this interview, I want to thank you again for joining us, and I want to remind everybody that you can access the this Secrets of the Champions interview as well as all of the other ones at theleadingcoachescenter.com forward slash clubhouse. And when you're in the clubhouse, you click on Secrets of Champions, and you'll see interviews from all other leading successful business people who have secrets to share with you. So until next time, thank you. And thank you, Tony, so much for your time and for your insights and your wisdom and for being with us today. Thank you, Susie, and thank you so much for everything that you're doing. Thank you for having me. Oh, my pleasure. Talk to you soon. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye.